here today with Timothy Haynes. His former company, which he just sold, is Symposia Labs. And he's going to share with us the story of selling his business. So, Tim, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Chad. I really appreciate it. So how recently are we talking on this sale? About 14 days ago. <laughs> Very recent. Yep. yep. How long was the engagement? It went really fast. It was a, a friend from college. So the total turnaround was like a week. No way. That's like, this is a, you don't hear these stories. Yeah. All right. So how did this come about? Let's, let's dig in. Yeah, I think so. Symposia was and is a fully integrated digital marketing agency that I started a few years out of college. And after doing that for a decade, I came to the conclusion that it was time to move on to a new adventure and make a change. So that was the main impetus. So did you just wake up one morning and say you're going to sell it and then your friend bought it the next day? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to oversimplify and pretend that that's exactly the narrative, but pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to make big decisions quickly, which I think is a trait not entirely uncommon to entrepreneurs. So once I realized what I wanted to do, it went pretty fast. And I was fortunate to be able to find someone that also wanted to move quickly. Yeah, that's that's good from both sides. So if you decide what you're doing next, I mean, we're very early here. Yeah, I want to say that I have, but the reality is that I haven't. I think rest is probably my primary objective at this point. The last few years, especially with COVID, which of course we all experienced, but that roller coaster was definitely an unexpected and sometimes unenjoyable ride. So rest, I think, is the highest priority. And my goal is basically to get bored enough that of the ideas I have that I'm excited about, I jump into action on one of them. But I think part of that process, too, is like really making sure I understand what I want to do next, which seems obvious, but sometimes I think entrepreneurs are able to act before they figure out what they want. And there's benefit in that. But at this moment in time, I want to make sure I know what the next thing is before I jump in. Do you plan to stay within the marketing world or are you going to jump all the way to a different industry? I think I will continue to be somewhere in the creative technology marketing world, which is a little bit broader, of course, than just the marketing space. I'm not sure. I have some concerns about the direction of marketing and I'm kind of mulling those over to see how they impact my direction. Yes, I also have those concerns. I, I think not so hopefully a friend doesn't listen to this, but I think he did a really good job selling at this particular point in time. So I get it. Yeah. yeah, I have one of my, my I have an e-commerce company. It's one of my businesses selling oh, it, excellent. selling it. Cause I have a similar outlook. Hmm. Very curious. Very yeah. curious. <laughs> Until it's sold. I won't share that. Outlook, Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So in a 10 year journey, 
I'm sure there were some major obstacles and struggles along the way. Can you share a couple of stories? Yeah, so many, so many. Most of the ones that like really stand out are those lessons that come with learning who you are and who others are. I think probably the one that was most valuable, but also most challenging was really that around how to be a relational leader. There's a lot of talk these days about, and I think it's really exciting conversation around how to have a people-centric culture as a leader or as a business owner. That journey is a really, really challenging one because you're constantly battling the tension of what's best for the company, what's best for me, and then what's best for this individual. And as much as you might want your org chart to be flat, there's a, an inherent power dynamic if you are the majority equity holder that you can't really get away from. So learning how to like prioritize those values and navigate them has really taken a lot of time. And I still don't know that I've completely figured it out. It's a constant journey of learning and trying to get closer to figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did you do that made your business sellable, uniquely sellable? I think Symposia was fortunate in that the people were and are outstanding. And really in an agency business, we could talk about like the brand, we could talk about the value proposition, the strategic process, all of those things have value. But at the end of the day, the people are the business. And so if you don't have an amazing group of people that can work really well together and that is dedicated to being a lifelong learner, none of the rest really matters. So at the risk of oversimplifying, I would say really the only thing that we did right was find great people. That's important. That's how you scale a business. It's a talent. Mm -hmm. And that way you don't have to do everything yourself. Mm -hmm. What would your advice be for new entrepreneurs, maybe young entrepreneurial minds who are just getting started? It's a great question. And I have a lot of interest in the entrepreneurial community, especially like those first five years. It's exciting to see the upward trend, especially of solo entrepreneurship. I think if I could give one piece of advice, having read through so many blogs and Listen to so many podcasts myself over the years, trying to seek exactly the answer to that question. There's a lot of talk about like, do it this way. Here are hard lessons that I learned. All those sorts of things could be valuable. But I wish someone would have told me during my first year or two that it was worth celebrating the stuff that I didn't want to do. Because I think as an entrepreneur, you're forced, of course, to wear a lot of hats. And that's that's the talent of a founder in many ways. But that doesn't mean 
that you need to learn how to love all of those hats. And I think there's a difference between this and and just being good at delegating. I think many entrepreneurs are driven to try to succeed at all areas and to master all skills and that it can be hard to just celebrate like, hey, I don't fucking want to do that. I don't want to learn that. I don't want to be good at that. That's not my thing. That's going to be someone else's thing. And to me, that's different than delegating, right? Maybe it's connected, but it's different. Yeah, it's a good point. It's work on what you love, and then you'll be really good at it. Hire people for everything else. Yeah. And the problem with trying to work on what you love is if you're not being honest with yourself about what you love, then that philosophy doesn't come to fruition, right? So you've got to have those people that are, are willing to sit with you and say like, hey, you told that whole room that you are having a great day, but I don't think that you are because I think you're spending too much time doing something you don't enjoy and you need to get out of that. Yeah, I agree with that. It takes time. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out what your unique ability is that also mm-hmm. aligns with what you're really good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took, took me about 10 years. It's a long journey. Yeah, definitely is. So Timothy, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out to you, because I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say reach out to your business anymore, but uh, to you to learn more or maybe follow you. So that way, when the next venture comes up, they know to come and get your services. How can they get in touch with you? Generous question. Yeah, I really love conversations. So my favorite way to talk to people is via text message. And the social channels, like, that's great. But text is really my favorite way to communicate. So 585-520-5077. That's my cell. And I'd love to be helpful with anything. I'm especially useful when it comes to ideation and iteration. I love giving ideas that, like, rocket fuel. That's good to know. Well, thank you, Timothy, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki from Cosmic Design and Development. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Mm